Hello, this is Claire. And I'm Crispy, and we're here to tell you that we'll be tabling at TCAF. Phantom Marine Volume 1 will be available. And Ghost Junk Sickness Books 1 to 4, as well as the Chapter 1 sampler of our new comic, Lunar Blight, will be there. We'll also have some Screen Tones goodies to check out, so come say hi at TCAF, Table 2082 and 2080 on the second floor. See you there! Just do it! Don't let your dreams be dreams. Yesterday, said tomorrow. So just do it! Face your dreams! Hello and welcome to Screen Tones, where we talk everything and anything webcomics. I'm Finn, my pronouns are they, them, and I create the webcomic Heirs of the Veil. Uh, I'm Megan, pronouns are she, her, and I create the webcomic Sorcery Shenanigans. I'm Jackie, I use they or she pronouns, and I make the webcomic Kings of Sorts. Okay, so unless you're writing a webcomic that doesn't feature any humanoid beings at all, you will probably have to figure out clothing and fashion style for your characters. Um, How you approach that topic, however, can depend on a lot of factors, like what's the setting of your story, what is the cultures you're trying to portray, what are the personalities of your character, and of course, how willing you are and how much time you have to put in these details into these clothing styles. So today we're going to talk about the ins and outs of fashion and webcomics, our own approach, and general ideas and pitfalls. So our first question uh, would be, what inspires you to create fashion and the kinds of fashion you create in your works? I get my inspirations from a variety of places, like most people do, anything I'm looking at. Um, But it's important to be responsible when you are uh, getting inspiration from your inspirations because you're probably going to be taking like inspiration from various current media and it's important to be aware that what they're showing you is viewed through their own lens if that makes sense like anything that you're seeing it's it has someone else's opinions and biases in it so for example when they show you like desert culture, what they're showing you is what they think of it. And usually it's not super accurate, like at all. So just being aware that like where those sort of tropes come from, like specific example being the, uh, like the belly dancer look trope, which is, used in so many different types of fantasy media. Like, it's everywhere. And I mention it specifically because I've seen it brought up so many times. And I've seen people be so frustrated like by it. Like, it's, it's not an accurate portrayal of how they dress or act. So, and it may seem like it's just clothes and if you're in a fantasy setting like i work in it's just fantasy it doesn't have to be based in reality but the issue comes in when that's like that's what people think of when they think of these cultures they think of um what they've seen in popular media not actual like the actual clothing and customs the actual clothing from like the Middle Eastern North Africa area, which is usually what the like whole belly dancer look gets kind of it overshadows them. They're so like varied and interesting and practical, which is always fun. And like even putting them in like one category 
is an oversimplification. So the fact that we are like drowning out the whole culture and then way oversimplifying it, it's like we're doing ourselves a disservice. So all that to say, it's important to keep in mind where the tropes you see come from and the adverse effects they can have. If you're like, I know people will get worried about like, well, I don't know every single trope. Like, what if I make a mistake? What if I make a, an offensive outfit? And like, you probably will make mistakes. We all do. I've made plenty of clothing that is now very cringeworthy. But the best thing to do to learn is to start looking especially if you're like making fashion for web comics and stuff is to look from artists from around the world. So you can see like their cultures through their eyes, which gives you a much more honest view of what it actually looks like. And like seeing people's cultures through their own eyes, it's really great. Cause it's so it's, there's such loving portrayals instead of like how, uh, in popular media, it can be so like exoticized or whatever, or fetishized. But when you're looking at the actual people related to the culture, like it's just so lovely to see because they just, they love their culture, obviously. Um, I will stop rambling about that. <laughs> a few, I do have a few artists um, who I have seen talk about like, the issue of like getting their cultures wrong specifically the belly dancer thing i'm pretty sure i've seen all these artists talk about it um they're on twitter it's sinlaith who is right now holding a space on twitter to discuss west asian world building uh Samosai, who is north african and works a lot with north african mythologies i believe they have a webcomic as well so, wow, that fits in. Um, Safise is Kabil Algerian, and they have been putting out these, uh, like, sets of character designs based on their culture, which just, they're all so unique, and they have the most amazing shapes. So, like, yeah, <laughs> all that to say, get it from a responsible source. Source your fashion responsibly. No, it's it's all good. I think that's like a really important point to make because especially when designing in fantasy settings, um, people really don't think about the sources. Like you've said that they're using, they're basically just like reworking things that they have said uh, that they have seen in popular media. And mm -hmm. sometimes we have to deal with the fact that... Um, like there is, for example, with the belly dancer, there's a lot of like Orientalism going on in the media. So I think that's an important point to like make. But for me personally, for my inspirations, I, like I said before, I try to get inspiration from anywhere I can because it's good to get a variety. I set up a like a personal Discord to store uh, interesting outfits and references. Um, there's lots of fashion blogs on tumblr few of my go-to's are fashion runways daisy fashion hanfu gallery and tokyo fashion and there's also plenty of like historical fashions there to look from one i follow is fashion from history other places you can look is like for patterns architecture is really great to look at like ceiling tiles and floor tiles gives you some really neat patterns to work with. Um, then I have art books from classical artists, which you can probably get at your local library. So check that out. Um, I have <laughs> a, a book called Patterns in Art. Like I like to focus on patterns a lot, which is why I mentioned the architecture. And this book like simplifies patterns from classical art which you could do yourself and so looking at that um one of my favorites is my set of 
JoJo's Bizarre Adventure art books, like, especially as the series has gone on, the fashions have gotten quite interesting. And so even though they're not always realistic, it's a really good source of unique inspiration. And then like following models on social media, like more indie models, I guess you would say, like Wisdom K is one of my favorites on Twitter. He like might have seen videos of like this kids show, but what if they were fashionable? And so he pulls out some really neat looks and uh, a lot of them kind of lean in a sci-fi direction, which is great in my opinion, because since it's actual clothing, it can give you ideas on how those types of clothes would work practically. If you want to design clothes practically, it's very, very useful to just observe people around you, including yourself. Like, pay attention to people, what they're wearing, how the clothes fit on them, looking at different realistic body types and how they dress themselves. Like, especially with, like, with larger people, because uh, a lot of people have trouble drawing, like, fat people realistically and then dressing them realistically. So, like, actually looking and seeing how they dress themselves is, like, the best source you could ever get. And just, like, there's so much beauty and, like, variation of body types IRL. So, yeah, it's just just people watch for a while. It's great to look at. Um, watch The Great British Bake Off. Uh, people on there are so normal. They look so normal and varied. I love it. Um, what helps me is that, like, when you're looking at all these different inspirations, like, pick out specific pieces that you like. Like, oh, I like the cut of these pants or the shape of that shoe. So then you can take that and use that later in your own designs. And it won't just be like, I like this whole outfit. So now I'm copying it. Like you can more create your own like that. Yeah. Uh, Megan, what about you? What inspires you? Um, I think uh, personally, uh, like Jackie was saying, pulling from um, multiple sources is really important so that you can create more of an original design uh, by taking pieces from different areas. Um, in Sorcery Shenanigans, I have specific sort of real-life fashion I pull from for different characters. Um, I pulled from uh, traditional Hanfu uh, for Alec uh, and then also just sort of pulled from sort of any media that had uh, sort of clerics or healers in it and kind of mashed the two together. Um, I think uh, Clarissa I pulled from Lolita, probably more specifically uh, one of the subcultures, but I don't remember off the top of my head which one um, for her outfits. Um and then I just pulled from any sort of media that had um, kind of characters that made potions, um, the kind of stereotypical big witch hats, um, of course, is an obvious and huge factor in her design. Uh, I definitely agree with what Jackie was saying about sort of being responsible in pulling from your fashion. Uh, and so that's why... I pull from real photos of like Hanfu or uh, Lolita subculture so that I don't uh, pull, I'm less likely to pull the sort of stereotypes from those fashions perhaps uh, when people are designing their own. Uh, and then also because the patterns, especially in Hanfu, is amazing. And so I really like looking at the different kind of patterns they have and using multiples to kind of pull together uh, somewhat of my own. Um, aside from real fashion, I think 
I also pull from sort of the comics I read, just kind of seeing who has really good uh, fashion designs that I really like, what bits um, I'm kind of inspired to pull into my own looks, um, and then kind of how to put those maybe with the overall look I'm already envisioning in my head. Yeah, um, I totally agree, especially with the part about like being responsible, looking at actual people to get your inspirations from. Um, even though I think I often like break with that because I like, I personally like um, Art Nouveau as like an art style. And I look at like a lot of paintings that kind of inspire me for like, dresses mostly for illustrations um but when it comes to like my inspirations for the webcomic i because the story is like uh contemporary i try to look at like modern street fashions depending on uh where the character is coming from or like what their usual style is and I try to like find a feeling I associate with the character and then um like something I I want uh the character to like feel like when I for example take quarters I kind of want him to feel like kind of like round and fluffy so I try to find like clothes that fit that and that's basically then the inspiration that I get but I don't think I generally have like a lot to add because there's like such a big well of inspirations that we can take. I also agree with like looking at other comics because when you look at web comics, there's like so many varied uh, interpretations of how to use fashion in those comics. And it's cool to see how other people approach that. And sometimes you can really like find an approach that you like and that you then will use yourself. Uh, but I think that already brings us to our second question. Uh, and that would be, how do you get started designing a look? Um, and what questions are you asking yourself when you get started? For me... I like to work from a practical standpoint, like thinking about what are the outfits going to be used for? How are the characters going to wear them? So the first question I like to ask myself is, what is it going to be used for? Which gives you a bit of a framework for if the outfit will have certain requirements. Like it can depend on what character is using it. Like if they're in archer i have an archer in my comic and if they're prepared to do archery the clothing is going to need archery gloves which are very fashionable so it works out great um, if your character is in a wheelchair you're going to want to think about how clothes are layered and how it might feel to sit on them for long periods of time and the fun tip that i learned about designing long skirts for wheelchairs the front should actually be longer than the back, so when you're sitting down, it falls evenly. And, like, a little bit back to the inspiration thing, like, there are so many uh, articles written by, like, wheelchair users and other disabled people about what's comfortable and what they want to close. So if you, when you're looking at what will the clothing be used for, that can very be helpful. But if you're just designing for fun and you are stuck, it helps me to just think of a situation that they might be in, that they would be using this outfit for. And usually for me, that's fancy party, which is always a great way to go. Uh, from there, I think about six different things, not every time, but in general, these are the things I consider. Like the weight of the clothes, how heavy can the clothes be, which takes into account like layers and the fabrics you're going to use like if you're going to a fancy party for example and you want to be intimidating you're going to want those layers and you'll want stiff heavy layers so you look big and intimidating and so like so your outfit doesn't move because 
you're an immovable force to be reckoned with in your fancy outfit. And that's what I think about. Um, and if you want to be like a little sexy, you'll probably want lighter fabrics or tighter, stiffer clothing if you want to like force your body to look a certain way. Which then leads into the second thing I think about, which is comfort. How do the clothes feel to wear? How does your character want to feel wearing clothes? Which can go over number of layers, how the clothing's fit, and fabrics used. Um, like going back to the wheelchair user example, what's going to be comfortable for them if comfort is what they're looking for? And for like for any character, do they like loose clothing? Do they like having something structured and stiff? Are there parts of their body they would rather hide or accentuate? Like, for example, one of my characters, Bon, I put him in crop tops all the time because I like to draw his scars. So I want to accentuate them. Um, next thing I think about is the complexity of the outfit. And this is like how elaborate or detailed it can be if I'm designing for fun, I want to go all out. If I'm designing for practicality, I don't want to. Like if I'm, say, designing for a webcomic, um, I want it to be relatively simple because I'm going to be drawing it a million times. So if I don't want to kill my wrist, I'm going to need to put complexity in places where it makes sense like just little bits it, like within your webcomic world is your character showy or they do they want to blend in more that can be something that affects how complex the outfit should be next thing is functionality like what are they going to be doing in this outfit like are they going to be walking are they going to be standing for long periods of time and like for a few of my characters like they're not stick thin so if they're going to be active then if there's not like cloth between like between the legs or between armpits like it's gonna chafe and i don't want that when i'm exercising so i also don't want that for my characters and it can seem like a silly little thing to think about but if you're having trouble designing it can help to give yourself all of these different rules to then work around um my next thing is silhouette how do the clothes fit and this is one thing besides complexity that can like make your character stand out is giving them a unique silhouette for me personally i always go to like half loose half tight outfits tight top with baggy pants or loose top with some leggings it's good to wear it's good to draw, but depending on your character's body types, it can be less obvious how to employ that. And like, I've mentioned weight as a factor multiple times here, and it's not a negative thing. It's just something to consider. And it can, when you take that into account, it can really expand the way you think about these things because designing for different body types, like you have to take different things into account and it will lead to very different designs for different body types and that's very cool in my opinion but like for one of my characters for a few of my characters um i have a very wide and short guy so a lot of his silhouettes can end up looking basically the same because like like if you have a loose sweater on a skinny person it's going to alter their silhouette but on my guy like more likely than not it's just gonna follow the curves of his body so uh if i want to change up the silhouette i'll have to look for like generally stiffer materials that can hold a unique shape and that won't just like fit onto his body and give that give him a little bit of a unique silhouette but more often than not for him, I'll turn to like fun colors and patterns to make his outfits more unique because like I, I could say <laughs> that 
it's cool to make unique silhouettes, but I struggle with it. And it's a it's a good good struggle because I want him to have these fun outfits and so I want to work harder at it. Um, my next question I sometimes ask myself is practicality, like within the world, what is available for this character to wear? And obviously it depends on the setting. Can they make polyester? Would your character have access to like silks or like fancy embroidered fabrics? And um, like going back to one of my characters, Bon, he generally wears like damaged or ill-fitting like secondhand clothing because he there's he's not gonna get nice clothing in any way, and two he's likely to destroy it. So practically, there's no reason for him to be wearing nice clothes that are made specifically to fit him. So those are the six things I go over. Weight, comfort, complexity, functionality, silhouette, and practicality. And like, I don't go over all of those every single time, but it's useful to think about, especially when you get stuck. Um, Another thing that has been helpful to me me, and guides my designs is like imagining in my head how the clothes feel. And so, like, recently I've been making a set of fancy outfits, and for one of my characters, she I wanted her to look like a scholarly wizard. When she walks in a room, I want her to feel noticeable and important. So I gave her, like, a thick jacket with oversized shoulders, very intimidating, but I also... She's not one to dress uncomfortably, so the rest of the outfit is quite loose, and so... She ends up looking sort of pretty effortlessly intimidating. Nothing too showy or fitted, just a big intimidating jacket. Uh, And then that contrasts with another character who has a bit of a sexier style. So uh, I also wanted her to look intimidating, but it came about in a much different way. Like, I wanted it to be structured still, but hers is going to be like fit to her body so it can it's showing off her curves but still got to be intimidating so while there's all that the bottom of the dress is still very wide and the fabric is still pretty stiff so it's like a a keep away zone so she's looking intimidating and also far from you A, a weirdly specific thing i think about all the time for uh hannah my small wide guy is where are his pants going to like hit on his tummy because from experience um it feels bad when your pants are in like a weird spot on your stomach and so it's a little thing but it's important when i'm like imagining in my head how do these clothes feel like if they're hitting them hitting him in the wrong spot and it's to be used for a practical purpose that's not going to work very well if it's for like a fancy occasion possibly because he's not going to have to do a lot in it yeah just thinking about how it would feel to for the character to move around how it would feel to them to like stand how it would feel for the people around them to be looking at them that's what I think about when I'm designing a lot of things, but it's it's fun. That's like a really detailed uh, approach to designing fashion, and I think that's pretty cool. It is a bit of a detailed approach, but like it's useful when you're starting out and you're like saying to yourself, "I have no idea what to do." Like, even if you're designing a simple outfit, like maybe a lot of the questions will be uh, doesn't matter. How to build a clothes fit. I don't really care. But just giving yourself some sort of like direction to work with can be useful. But it is it is pretty detailed. And like I said, I don't think about these things, all of them, directly, every single time. But it's like in the back of your head when you consistently design outfits for a while. You start to just think about these things as you're creating. I mean, it does sound detailed, but like 
if that's the way that works for you, then that's what works, you know? Uh, that's kind of the whole point is just finding what works for you to uh, design your looks uh, and how to get started with that. And maybe to some people, it's a little more detailed than what they would do. But if it works, who cares? Because I think I do agree with you on a few of the steps you use that I also use. Um, and that would definitely be the sort of silhouette and practicality aspects. Definitely, especially in my case, because I have sort of six main characters, the silhouette is the most important part that I look at, purely because since I have six characters, everybody, if you were to just see uh, a blacked out sort of image of them, has to look different so that you don't get anyone confused. Uh, and part of that is also because I work in color, everybody has to have a different main color so that if you were to see sort of a fuzzy image of each character in color, there's no, there's less of a chance for you to get confused as to who's who. And like you were saying, the silhouette uh, sort of direction that you go with is for me kind of dependent on the personality of the character. What, what kind of silhouette or feeling do they want to give off to people when they look at them? Uh, what sort of feeling do they want to feel when they wear their clothes? And then the practicality aspect is a little bit different for me. Um, it does it does sort of go hand in hand with what are the clothes going to be used for, but also practically what would that character where um because my characters have one outfit the entirety of the comic uh so nobody switches um so it has to show off their personality but also what would they wear 24 7 what sort of um clothes would be very comfortable to wear like i mentioned before uh clarissa deals in potions um so her clothes are kind of loose fitting but comfortable um but also not so loose fitting that perhaps they might get stuck in the potion itself um just sort of those few things going on um and because like i said i deal uh i kind of the personality of the characters where i start designing my clothes um, that's the most important part for me to have down before I even start thinking about the clothes. Um, kind of who they are as a person helps for me at least to shape what kind of clothes they wear. Yeah, I think um, I personally go in a similar direction. I think about their personality and how it's supposed to reflect in the clothing they, they wear and also uh, what I've mentioned beforehand, how I kind of want the reader to feel when they look at the character, like I have certain feelings associated with the characters and I kind of want to reflect that in how they dress. Um, so yeah, I want to want to reflect uh, how the characters feel to me and how I, how I want to um, portray that to the reader and things like how comfortable the clothing would be or how practical the clothing would be is also, of course, something that, like, uh, plays into it because the characters, like, run around a lot or walk places. Um, so I think that's something I think about too. Okay, so I think I have, like, these three layers, how the characters feel to me, how I want them to feel to the reader, and how the characters see themselves and that can be more or like less important. Um, if I think about someone like Victoria, for example, I think her clothing style is kind of like not super coherent because she kind of dresses in the things that she likes or that she wants. Sometimes it might be like a little childish. 
Um, or when I think about uh, Cortis, who doesn't really care that much about how he looks. He mostly just wants to like be comfortable in the clothes. And he's also like kind of insecure, so he will always like choose something that's more loose fitting, for example. And uh, sometimes I kind of like just ditch the practicality aspect altogether if it's kind of just important for how I want to portray the character. Um, I think like of someone like the doll who's basically like the very melodramatic villain of the story who wears like a lot of fancy dresses and like switches her wardrobe up a lot and that's probably not super like practical for her <laughs> um and i might also struggle a little bit to explain where she gets all these clothes from but it's kind of something that when i designed her i felt that she would be the type to just get these kind of clothes to feel fancy and to feel powerful so that's uh what she's doing and there i kind of ignore the logic a little bit to enhance the character more yeah and i think other than that i don't have like a lot to add i think the way i approach clothes is like a lot about emotions i'm not super logical when it comes to it it's like it has to feel right and that's like my super professional approach to designing clothes. <laughs> I think an uh, important aspect uh, of that that I, we already touched on a little bit, but is probably still like part of the overall question. So a little bit of a follow-up is, um, what do you keep in mind when specifically designing for webcomics? Because it's like a medium you have to like draw hundreds and hundreds of pages and you have to draw these characters so many times um how do you approach that aspect of the clothing designs to like not get overwhelmed and burnt out with them yeah i mean the most important thing is going to be designing something that you're able to draw a billion times in a row that's not going to ruin your wrist, especially if you have a main outfit for a character or if they do only have one outfit. Um, you're probably not going to want to add like a good amount of complexity in like patterns and stuff because you'll regret it a few thousand pages in. But um, one thing that can help with that is like Megan said, making a unique silhouette to help keep it recognizable and interesting without the issue of having to draw detail over and over again. Um, besides that, giving characters like a unique like stable piece can help keep a character somewhat consistent and easily recognizable. Like one of my characters has this jean jacket that he has had since the beginning and has had to repair a few times but he still has the darn thing um and that can help designing outfits because you already have one bit ready the character's always going to be wearing this jacket or whatever you just have to design around it but then the the other side of that is that you always have to consider it when designing, so it can also limit you. Um, another thing to consider is if you are in a fantasy world, you'll probably want to consider having a consistent fashion style like for different parts of the world. And then you'll want to think about like, how much do you want your characters to stick out? For me, I don't like have a design document to guide fashion choices yet. Um, it's something I'm considering, especially when you have characters traveling to different places. Different clothing can like, it's an easy way to separate 
these places and make them feel very different. And even if it's just like a, a place that rains a lot, so everyone wears raincoats, it can be like a unique thing to easily see like these characters are from this place so then it can be a fun thing like you see them later you're like hey that group of people they're all wearing raincoats in this other city i wonder if they're from here and so that can be fun it's not necessary but um uh one more thing to consider especially if you are a traditional artist like me is when I do eventually mess up the outfit that I'm drawing, how easy is it going to be to fix? Like, sometimes I'll just start drawing limbs and I'll be like, oh, I forgot to draw the jacket. And now, how am I going to fix this? So if the clothes are tighter, just like a long sleeve shirt, I have to worry about less because worry about that less because the clothes are going to follow the shape of the body anyways i think um definitely uh saving your wrist most important uh in my opinion (laughs) don't do not kill yourself to make your comic you will be drawing things a ton so pick what looks good and is still easy to draw um so that you're not drawing a million tiny details uh, a million times. Um, for me, that usually means I've created multiple different potential outfits um, for my characters. And then I have to step back and I have to look at those uh, and decide not only which one fits the character best but also which one am I not going to have to constantly remind myself about every little detail uh, so I don't forget it when I'm drawing and then also because of that sometimes when I get started drawing uh, for the first you know like couple of pages or something even the outfit I have originally chosen maybe goes through a few times where I forget a small detail or change a small part of the outfit accidentally. And then that becomes my new way of drawing the outfit simply because it looks just as good, but it's a little easier on me to draw and remember every time I'm drawing it. So yeah, don't, don't kill yourself drawing your outfits. Looking cool and fashionable is important, but you can also do that without having so many details that you're zoomed in at like 300 percent yeah i totally agree i think it's like really important to recognize also when you have characters that only have that one outfit um when you realize okay that's not fun to draw or that's too hard to draw to be able to just go back and say okay i'm gonna switch it up um for me I think um, the idea of having the character have like a staple piece that makes them recognizable, like Jackie mentioned, I think that's a really good way of keeping the character recognizable and their fashion sense recognizable while not um, losing yourself too much in details. And something that personally helps me um, and is also like a plus when you have a comic where characters can change their clothes is that I feel I'm getting burned out when I have like to draw the same outfit over and over and over again. So if I notice that this is happening, the character gets a new outfit that still follows like the same structure that I generally have for that character. Um, For example, like Eleven will often have like a longer coat or something that makes her like shaped a little bit like a bell and that is something I will like keep with her clothes but I will then in general change the the outfit because um, it helps me not getting burned out and I think that can also be like an important idea to be able to change the things that are draining you um, I mean, of course, you can also kind of lose yourself in switching the characters' outfits. 
I think that's that that might be like a little bit of a pitfall if you like love designing outfits so much that the character is constantly like switching outfits. Uh, that might be a problem because then there might be like other details that you have to keep track of. But I think like if you get into the flow of drawing the comic and drawing the same outfits over and over again or the same style of outfit, you will kind of figure out what works for you and uh, what doesn't. Okay, I think with that, uh, we might already be at our third question. And I think that might be like one of the most important questions, and that is how do you use fashion and uh, the looks of uh, your character to reinforce their personality and their place in the world of your story? Yes. Um, like I said before, just from a recognizability standpoint, clothing can help your character stand out, can help them blend in if they need to. It can tell people about your character beyond actual decisions and actions in the comic. And specifically for this, I'm thinking about, and I might be reading way too much into this, but Rosemary from Ingress Adventuring Company, and she dresses in like a little bit of a girly way, like she dresses cute. And her personality isn't very like stereotypically girly girl but she still likes to cute look cute and that doesn't contradict her in any way it just adds to the character like i love thinking about her like going to her closet and picking out a cute outfit for the day and another character in there is vivian who dresses in a very uptight and concealed way which just reinforces that she's a character who hides things so just in that same comic there's examples of adding to a character or reinforcing a character uh another comic that i think about when i think about like reinforcing character dynamics uh through clothing is cochab where sonia is very like poofy and fluffy she's warm and comforting and that's who she is as a person very solid she's ready to weather the winter whereas her counterpart kyra dresses much more like light and flowy like she's not gonna be there for long like her scarf is like literally a, a fire she's a flame spirit which helps sort of unconsciously strengthen who those characters are for the viewers um in my own comic i guess the best example of i don't really have an example that i can think of of adding to a character beyond um like their actions in comic but reinforcing a character for hannah in the episode I'm currently working on, he starts dressing a lot more colorfully and like exciting for the world. And that I feel like more reinforces his character than what he was wearing previously when he was more trying to fit in. And so, yeah, there's a, a shift there. He's dressing more like himself, which reinforces his character, which makes sense. I think... Uh, or at least I like I like to hope uh, that um, the couple of characters in my own work uh, that their outfits sort of reinforce uh, their personality and who they are are Tempest and Alec. Uh, personally, for Tempest, I like to think that because his outfit is uh, made up of a bunch of layers, um, it's kind of ready to go wherever he might go uh, because he's a very adventurous person uh, down to just kind of at the drop of a hat uh, do almost anything um, and because it's rather uh, flowy and kind of loose fitting um, that just kind of adds to the fact that um, He's a man on a mission at any point in time, and his clothes need to be comfortable and easy to move in. 
whereas Alex are more um, structured, rather uh, fancier looking than Tempest because he's more of um, kind of the personality that we need to kind of stop and think about everything and make sure that we have a plan. And he's not ready to go uh, everywhere and anywhere, uh, nowhere quite as well as Tempest is. Um, so maybe he's not quite as uh, got that more comfortable, easy to move in clothing because of that. Yeah. Um, I think for me, I like think a lot about colors. So one aspect uh, would be to like kind of show how characters maybe belong together with giving them um, a similar color palette. Um, sometimes I also like do that uh, without even really like thinking about it. Um, I've noticed that, for example, Cortes and one of his uh, partners have like basically the same color palette with like some differences um when i designed like the main trio the main trio for the story um i wanted to have like reoccurring colors uh within their outfits and then for victoria i wanted to give her like some overlaps uh with her mother and basically give her like one color that really pops out to like symbolize that she's kind of like rebelling against uh, her mother's ideas or that there's like kind of a conflict there, which is mostly just like probably only noticeable when you know about it. Um, yeah, otherwise I've already mentioned uh, the doll who's basically where her clothes are basically just um, enhancing her dramatic personality. That's why she dresses the way she does. Um, I guess something similar would be with like the character uh, Leonard, who's also just um, kind of a fancy character, very fashionable, very um, a lot of the times thinking about what people think of him. So that's something that is reflected in his clothing as well. Um, yeah, but I think that's like the main thing. I do like a lot with colors and like uh, the overlaps that the characters might have with one another. And also because you, you already made like uh, some really good points. Um, although, okay, um, that's not like that's not like webcomic specific, but I know that like a lot of films might do that. Um, that, for example, they might put like a character in uh, one color uh, with the clothing, and then throughout the movie, when the character like finds their group, gets like the group to um, adopt some of the colors. For example, the character is like maybe mainly wearing red, and then while the film progresses, other characters who the characters like finding connections with will adopt the color into their clothes. And I think that's always like kind of like an interesting and smart way to show connections in a way that's like subtle. Um, and that's basically what I like to do. It looks like we're like close to the end. Is there something that uh, you still want to mention, something that uh, you still want to talk about that's important to you right in this moment? Um, some pitfalls that you might run into when designing an outfit, especially for webcomics. You create a cool outfit, but it's hard to draw. So you gotta, you gotta scrap it, probably. You gotta reconfigure it until it's something that you are able to draw. Um, and not making references is a huge pitfall just for me. Literally just this morning, <laughs> I was looking for some references I made for some outfits I'm drawing and they don't exist, which is rough. But even they're just like little doodles giving you an overview of what's being worn and the colors used. 
especially for me being a traditional artist, I can't go back and color pick. So writing down what colors I used is very important. Um, and with more detailed outfits, um, it can be both fun and practical to make like uh, references of like the different stages of getting dressed in that outfit. And so you can really like understand in your head how this outfit would be constructed and layered. Um, another pitfall that I've heard so many times is people saying that they can't be good at fashion. They don't know anything about fashion. They're not fashionable. And that's that can't stop you. Um, I have was never known to be a fashionable person throughout my life, but I just started experimenting and now it's it's something fun. It's something I like to do. And that doesn't necessarily come back to the way I dress, though it sometimes does. But fashion is so, it's such a broad concept that um, even if you're just thinking about like, like the way you dress, if it's just for comfort or like what was on top, like there's still decisions you're making. And that's something you can consider when designing for characters like you have some knowledge about what you like to wear and why you like to wear it and so that's that's not nothing that can help you um so yeah and you don't have to be your only specimen for fashion ideas there's lots of people out there to observe plenty of references but like just because you don't feel like you're fashionable doesn't mean that you can't be good at designing clothes especially for your webcomic because maybe you are just designing very practical clothes and if you dress for comfort and not for quote-unquote fashion then that would be extremely useful so yeah I just it's not going to help you to say you can't before you give yourself a chance to try so those are the pitfalls I have I don't know if you guys have any more yeah, I think that are some, like, important pitfalls to think about. Um, I've been, while you were talking, um, I've remembered that a lot of the times, especially with, like, younger webcomic artists, you see um, characters just having, like, one style of clothing, and you know, okay, this is the style of clothing the person behind the webcomic very much likes. And I don't think that's, like, necessarily a bad thing, but on the other hand, it might like limit you um, with the variety of expression that the character uh, can have. So I think one of the pitfalls might also be to be like too um, like to concentrate too much on that one kind of fashion on the fashion you like. I think this can be a great starting point to start designing fashion, but it's always like nice to broaden your horizons and try out some other things so that your characters can really shine. It can be a detriment to only think about styles you like, especially in webcomics. You should be thinking about your characters first. Well, not first, but you should consider them in like, some respect when it comes to how you're dressing them like it could be a great style that you love that looks great on them but it clashes with the character so that can be something that eh, it's a pitfall i guess yeah i i definitely agree with the pitfall of wanting to create a cool outfit but it's hard to draw i i have an outfit i designed for Tempest that is so cool and I think about it to this day even though it's been like what four five years since I've designed it and I love it and it's great and it's beautiful but honestly he'd never wear it it's too fancy it's it's not <laughs> it's not him uh so I just I just think about it 
but sometimes you have to make that hard choice that like as cool as the outfit is as rad as it is and maybe it's also easy to draw a billion times over it's it's just it's not comic practical from the perspective of the character so you have you have to just put it aside and that's okay um personally i'm just going to talk about the making references things i don't have a hard time doing that in fact maybe i do it more often than i should but yes please make references especially if your character has more of maybe a complicated outfit or an outfit with more intricate designs on it make sure that if it's more detailed maybe you need a a front sort of reference and maybe a back or a side kind of break down any layers if it has uh, more of a detailed pattern on it definitely make sure that you are making a reference for that pattern uh, at uh, almost any angle you think you could possibly need so that you're you're not getting to that point where you need a reference and you don't have it or maybe you're creating it in that moment uh, but you need it right then and you're struggling to kind of visualize what it looks like. References are super important. Uh, please make them. Also, if we have time, I'd just like to uh, <laughs> call out some webcomics that I, I think have really good outfits because this is a webcomics podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, one is Phantom Marine, which is great fashion inspiration for me when I'm drawing their characters because of the uh, like complete separation of colors for every character, especially like the red through purple uh, gradients that Cheth wears. It's so fun to design around those. I, I really enjoy it, really like looking at it. And then I already mentioned Kochab. Just had to shout those out. Yeah, I think that's totally fair because there are like a lot of webcomics that really go hard on the fashion. And I think I'll, uh, I'll do the same. Uh, one of the webcomics I would like to shout out in that regard would be Obelisk. Uh, which has like a 1910 setting and there's just like a lot of research going into the historical fashion and just such a love for detail uh, with like portraying these historical clothes and also still uh, giving the characters personality through what they are wearing. So... Yeah, that would be my shout out. I I think for me, I'm going to second the shout out on Phantom Marine. Uh, definitely fabulous uh, costume design. And then especially with sort of seconding uh, the aspect of specific colors for specific characters. Um, and then semi in this same vein is never satisfied for me. The characters have sort of main colors um and their outfits change partway through the comic uh with sort of not really personality changes but uh sort of their surroundings uh and what sort of environment differences uh they have and then uh my last one is alice in the nightmare um, I just, especially with the Cheshire Cat, uh, he has such sort of a personality-focused outfit. It's very different from everyone else, uh, but that just sort of highlights uh, how he enjoys wearing whatever he wants, and he doesn't uh, particularly care whether or not it really fits in. Yeah, I think that shows uh, how great webcomic artists are at like designing fashion for their comics. But I also think that's a wrap. Um, thank you, Jackie. Thank you, Megan. But especially Jackie, since you're 
our guest today. So thank you so much for joining us uh, and talking about fashion with us. I've been Finn, and you can find my webcomic at airsofthevale.com. Uh, I'm Megan, and you can find my webcomic on sorcerysshenanigans.com. I'm Jackie, and you can find my webcomic at kingsofsorts.com. Thank you for listening to Screen Tones, a webcomic podcast. Want to know some other ways to support us? Check out our Ko-fi at ko-fi.com slash screentonescast, where your support will help us create more episodes, reach cool extra bonus goals, and keep us talking about anything and everything webcomics. You can also find us on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and our Discord server. Thank you so much for listening, sharing, rating, and supporting, and we'll see you next time.